Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello. 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 Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. We ready to get started?
Okay, Gloria. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, welcome to um, Refuge from the Storm, our Saturday evening worship service. This is your call to worship for the first Saturday in August, August the 4th, 2018. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Dr. Millicent Black. We say welcome to our regular listeners and any new visitors we may have today. We want to let you know that Refuge from the Storm is a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. We do say how good and how pleasant it is to come into the house of the Lord. What shall we return to the Lord for all the good things he has done for us? We will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. The hour is coming and is now now here when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeks such people to be his worshipers. Again, thank you for being here, for spending a portion of your Saturday evening with us as we worship the Lord. Today, uh, Pastor Millicent Black will uh, deliver our preached word. Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our, our worship leader. Sister Elka Morris will deliver an opening hymn. Sister Cassandra Lewis serves as our talk show manager and our music coordinator, and she's assisted by Sister Helena Thompson. Sister Cassandra Lewis will also take us to the throne of grace with altar prayer today. And Sister Kim Straub will extend the invitation to discipleship in response to the preach word. A few of our announcements for our weekly activities. Reminder that today we will be celebrating the Lord's Supper. So please, as we, um, as you have time, uh, please gather up your elements, your bread or cracker, a portion of water or wine, and then further on in the service, Elder Carolyn will give you specific directions uh, when we come to the Lord's Supper. Please join us for our Wednesday night small group Bible study. That's August the 8th, this Wednesday. The subject of the lesson will be God's justice, and that will be taken from the second chapter of Romans. That's God's justice out of Romans 2. We're continuing to meet for early morning prayer uh, service, Mondays through Fridays, beginning at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and um, 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. So if you could join us, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it, the pastor would. Also, we would like to uh, draw your attention to our prayer focus for this month, and that prayer focus that has been chosen is uh, to pray that we become a stronger and more effective house of prayer. And I know that that is certainly Pastor Millicent's desire. Uh, We want to pray for an increase in participation in our weekly prayer times and our prayer calls. Let's pray that we are clear-minded and self-controlled so that we pray first, pray continually, and pray thankfully. 
and we want to pray that God uses all of us to stand in the gap for others. We do not know that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. As we always remind you, please, in your personal prayer time, please remember to pray for your immediate and extended families, for members of uh, Refuge from the Storm Church, for TIs in North America, Canada, uh, North America, including Canada, and around the world. Please pray for our cities, our states, our counties, our parishes, our regions. Please pray for our nation and its leaders and all of our influencers around the world. And please, as you uh, listen to the news and listen to the television, please include uh, in your prayers all the issues of the day, those that really uh, weigh on your heart. As school is starting, please include the educational system in your prayers, lift up teachers, uh, pray that students will be encouraged to study hard, and uh, please pray for administrators, of the educational system at all levels, whether it's elementary school, uh, uh, high school, or even the college level. A reminder that you are able to send your prayer requests during the week to the church's email, that's refugefromstorm at aol.com. That's your prayer request. If you have any during the week, please send them to refugefromstorm at aol.com and I will make sure that Pastor Millicent or Minister Juanita Purdy uh, gets those prayer requests. Now, as we move into the worship service, please mute your phones uh, when you are aware that there's going to be background noise at the location where you are. So I thank you for your attention to the announcements. As we clear our minds and focus our attention on God, we will invite the Holy Spirit to indwell us and to move in this worship service. Now, after Sister Elka has come with an opening song, she'll be followed by our worship leader, Elder Carolyn Cunningham. I'm singing the song, um, I'm Going to Praise the Lord Any Way That I Can. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. I'm going to tap my feet, lift my voice, clap my hands, sing and rejoice. I'm going to praise the Lord can. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. I'm going to tap my feet, lift my voice, clap my hands, sing and rejoice. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. Trees lift their branches onto the Lord in praise. The oceans sing their praises with the roar of their mighty waves. Even the rocks are prepared to sing and fulfill to do God's command. So I'm going to praise him with all of my heart. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. Oh, yes, I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. I'm going to tap my feet, lift my voice. 
clap my hands, sing and rejoice. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. The heavens inhabit the praises of his people. It's been that way from the start. But the only way God will take our praise is if we do it with all our heart. So I'm going to give him the best that I've got. I'm going to praise him with all of my might. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. Yes, I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. I'm going to tap my feet, lift my voice, clap my hands. I'm going to sing and rejoice. I'm going to praise the Lord any way that I can. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Elka. The scriptures I've selected today are two. The first one is taken from the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. The second one is taken from the book of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. Joshua 1, 7 through 9. And the Lord said to Joshua, Only be strong and very courageous, faithfully doing everything in the teachings that my servant Moses commanded you. Don't turn away from them. Then you will succeed wherever you go. Never stop reciting these teachings. You must think about them night and day so that you will faithfully do everything written in them. Only then will you prosper and succeed. I have commanded you, be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be terrified because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The second scripture from John 14, verses 15 through 21. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper who will be with you forever. That helper is the spirit of the truth. The world cannot accept him because it doesn't see or know him. You know him because he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you all alone. I will come back to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. You will live because I live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father and that you are in me and that I am in you. Whoever knows and obeys my commandments is the person who loves me. Those who love me will have my Father's love, and I too will love them and show myself to them. These are the words of our Lord. Let us pray. Dear Lord God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your abundance. Father God, many of us don't know or don't understand why we have been targeted, and not one of us thinks or feels that it is justified, even if we do know why, and we trust that you're in agreement with our thoughts and feelings. Nevertheless, we've been given the charge to live our lives as best we can under these egregious circumstances. Help us to know this truth. As you told Joshua in this passage, 
you tell us the same thing every day. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Heavenly Father, help us to surrender to you our former lives as they were or as we know, as we knew them to be, and give them to you. Embolden us to give you our failures, regrets, disappointments. Help us to be made anew in your love and to forget all the shortcomings the enemy persistently tries to remind us, of which the enemy persistently tries to remind us. You have forgiven us now and forever of these sins. We thank you for the supreme sacrifice of your son Jesus who made this possible. Lord Jesus, we thank you for telling us we are never alone and have cause to never be alone because you are always with us. Your love for us knows no bounds as you gave your life for us. Though we can never repay you, we can give our lives to you in the Holy Spirit by living your word in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Now, let us listen to a praise song, When Life Gets Broken. He can't play. He'll help you start alone. 
95 bucks. 95 bucks. Damien here, Northern California. Hello. The author prayer. Hello. I'm, I'm sorry. The author prayer will now be offered by Sister Cassandra, followed by a worship song on Christ the Solid Rock. Merciful and loving Father, we come humbly before you asking that you forgive us our sins, trespasses, and transgressions. Pardon us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Create in us clean hearts and renew steadfast spirits within each of us. And also, dear Lord, instill in us the obedience and desire to forgive others their sins against us, so that by you we may be forgiven our sins. Father, right now we come in the name of Jesus, thanking you for all the blessings and kindness and mercy that you've given. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for leading us. We thank you for your grace. We pray right now that you would continue to be with us. Be with this country, Lord. Be with every soul that is looking to you and everyone that is not. Father, you are still God, and you have said that. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, that you would heal our land. God, we call for healing of the land right now in the name of Jesus. We call that the iniquities and injustices that are going on would stop and that there will be peace. And we ask that you give us strength, Lord. You are holy above all others, and all of the strength that we need is in your hands. We often ask that you would take our trials away. Instead, we'll simply ask that your will be done in our lives. Whatever that means, that is what we want. 
but we do admit, Lord, that it's hard. Sometimes we feel like we can't go on. The pain and the fear are sometimes too much for us, and we know that we don't have the strength on our own to get through this, but we know that we can come to you and that you will hear our prayers. We know that it is not your intent to bring us to this point just to leave us in the wilderness alone. Please, Lord, give us the strength that we need to face today, and we don't have to worry about tomorrow. If you would just give us the strength that we need today, that is all we need. Father, keep us from sinning during our trials. Instead, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. You are the Holy Lord, and all of our hope rests in you. God, we call for joy and laughter, and that we will be elevated to look to you for all things. Father, we thank you for the miracles that you've given us and for those yet to come. We thank you for the grace that you've given us. We thank you for the power of just being God. We thank you for the strength of just letting us be able to know you and all that you've done. Thank you for the blood. Forgive us of our sins and be with us. Dear Lord, thank you for hearing this, our prayer. In Jesus, Yeshua's precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Cassandra, for your impassioned prayer. Now, as we prepare to hear our weekly message from Reverend Millicent, let us listen to On Christ the Solid Rock by Guy Penrod. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy
Amen. Can you all hear me? Yes. All right. Amen. Good afternoon. I want to thank God for another opportunity to share with you. I give honor to the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It is always appropriate to acknowledge the ministry team, so I would like to do that at this time and tell you how very much I appreciate all that you do. Sister Cassandra Lewis and Sister Helena Thompson manages this call each week by playing our opening music, the music during the service, and by muting and unmuting when necessary. So please be aware that they are instructed to mute as necessary to help us maintain the reverence of the service. To God be the glory that through, though we live all across the United States from California to Washington, D.C., and Washington State to St. Louis, Missouri, to Tennessee, to Vermont and Massachusetts, to Florida, Georgia, and even into Canada, you would not know that we are working together by God's grace through a conference call. And I can tell you that I've used some of your grace this week. If you've extended grace, I'm telling you, y'all should look over in Tennessee and see if I've gotten a hold to it and have been trying to use it for myself. Our scripture this afternoon is coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 16. I'll be reading verses 13 through 20 and then focusing on verse 18. That's Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. And in focusing on verse 18, um, and I'll be reading from the Living Bible. I'll be reading 13 through 18. When Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who are the people saying I am? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, some Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, who do you think I am? Simon Peter answered, the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. God has blessed you, Simon, son of Jonah, Jesus said, for my father in heaven has personally revealed this to you. This is not from any human source. You are Peter, a stone. And upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell shall not prevail against it. Let us pray. Righteous and holy God, we come thanking you for this day, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the assurance that in spite of all we go through, in spite of all that is done to us, in spite of all that we have to live through, oh God, in spite of what we have to give up, oh God, to do the things that are right and to stay in a righteous position. Father God, your promise to us is that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Thank you, Father God, for clarity and for for uh, revelation knowledge, Father. Thank you for showing us the deep mysteries of the word this day, oh God, as we look unto you and unto Jesus who is the author and the finish of our faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The the title of the message this afternoon is The Church on the Rock. 
when all hell breaks loose. The church on the rock when all hell breaks loose. Though the church and those who profess a hope in Christ are forced to endure trials and tribulations in the world today, you need to know that it's not just the Christians who are experiencing opposition. Everyone in the world must fight a good fight. Our fight, though, is that of the faith that we hold in Christ, our rock in the weary land. Guy Penrod just reminded us that any ground that Christ is, except Christ, is going to sink. The sand shifts when you step on it, and if not when you step on it, just stand on it for a minute, and it'll move, and you'll begin to sink. I'm a living witness. We, my sister and I, took our mother to Florida the 1st of July, and I couldn't wait to get to the beach, y'all. I've been in recovery from surgery for, for could not put any weight on my leg for eight weeks and then took me eight more weeks to get to be 100% weight-bearing. And, and so that was a total of 16 weeks, and my promise to myself was that I was going to walk on the beach when I could walk. So we went to Florida, and I, we got to the beach, and I walked across the beach. Of course, the sand was shifting. That didn't bother me too much because I was still able to maintain my balance. But got to the, I got to the edge of the Gulf of Mexico and stepped my foot in the water. And, y'all, just as I got to feel comfortable standing on the sand, guess what it did? It shifted. <laughs> well, I didn't have a cane or my sister wasn't close to me, and I'm thinking, Hmm, wonder how I'm going to stand up. And so I moved my, my foot to another place that felt solid when I first set my foot down. And in a few seconds, guess what happened? That sand shifted again. So I found myself coming on up out of that water before I ended up laying in it, which was not what I went there for. I looked to see what the Internet said about the gates of hell and found some interesting information about ways that this phrase is being used and what locations it's being assigned to, other than the bottomless pit that is also called hell. There is a flaming inferno, a a crater that has been burning since 1971 in a place called Turkmenistan, and it's called the Gates of Hell. Then in Rome, there is listed a location in that part of the world. And then at St. Patrick's in Ireland, there's a place called Purgatory. And it's referred to as the Gates of Hell. Much to my surprise, y'all, in the United States, Trout Run Road in Pennsylvania is called the Gates of Hell. Hellum Township in Clifton, New Jersey, and Stoll, Arkansas, also uses this description for the locations in those two towns, the Gates of Hell. The setting for Matthew chapter 16 is the region of Caesarea Philippi, also called the City of Pagans. Jesus and his disciples had left the city where there was a lot of false teaching about Jesus. And as they came to this region, which stood in a 
lush area near the foot of my Hermon and was a city that was dominated by immoral activities and pagan worship, Jesus thought he'd ask them some actually rhetorical questions. As they neared Mount Hermon, they saw this temple which held all of the statues of the gods. And Jesus asked his disciples who people said he was and who the disciples thought he was. Then Jesus said that he would build his church upon a rock of truth that would survive the false teaching of those who inhabited that area where there was a cave, literally a cave called the gates of hell. Do you think that Jesus could have taken a different route to get where he was going? Don't you appreciate the wisdom of God in Jesus to know exactly when to show up at a certain place? And here he was in Caesarea Philippi talking about a place called hell and making the announcement that the church, that the church cannot be overcome by that place called the gates of hell. Jesus did not need anyone to answer the questions that he asked. In fact, most of the time, no one tried to give an answer. Jesus already knew the hearts of men. However, to the question that Jesus asked in today's pericope, Simon was prompted by the Spirit of God to give an answer. The first question that Jesus asked of his disciples, whom do men say that I am? What have you heard as we've passed through the towns and the regions? What are the others saying to you about me? The second question, who do you say that I am, is how the mystery of the foundation of the church was revealed in the conversation. Lots of people pretend to know you. Some will even set themselves up to be an expert on you. They know all your likes, your dislikes. They can tell about your character, your faults. Nothing scares me more than for someone to act as though they are a close, so close to me that they know all about me. I hate it when people pretend like they are an authority on you and can make people believe that their evaluation is true. Perhaps the disciples did not seem to want to share with Jesus what people said about him, and only Simon was sensitive enough to the spirit to hear an answer from on high. Simon's answer to Jesus' question, who do you say that I am, got Simon a new name, a name change, and recognition of being chosen by God to make the announcement that the Messiah had come. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, is the answer that led to the rest of the teaching by Jesus which is the most important revelation for the church today. Upon this rock, this truth, this revelation, this solid foundation, I will build my church. And even if you run up on a cave that ushers in the water that they say goes to the very pit of the underworld, it shall not prevail against my church. Obviously, an important word for us to understand is the word prevail, which means 
No opposing forces shall prove more powerful than this, this church. It won't be victorious over the church that's built on the foundation, Jesus. When the church stands on the truth of who Jesus is, no foe can win. They can't succeed. They won't triumph over. They will not gain superiority. They can't conquer, nor can they overcome the church. Prevail. No crisis can withstand, urge, or coerce the church to give up when it's built on Christ Jesus, the rock. Now, this announcement is not a new revelation. God prepared the church for the coming of Jesus long before his lowly arrival in the world through a young girl named Mary. Isaiah told us of the coming Messiah by giving us the prophetic utterances, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father the prince of peace, of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice. And then was the big crescendo as we got the revelation, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And believe it or not, and I know you do, God did not depend on man to get Jesus into the world. His birth was called immaculate conception. Born of the spirit of the living God. Yes, he used the vehicle of a woman's body. But I'm telling you, when it said, when Isaiah got the revelation, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That's exactly what he meant. Then over in chapter 11, Isaiah tells us of the lineage of Jesus being of the rod of the stem of Jesse. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Then he went on to tell us he shall be of quick understanding of the Lord, and he shall not judge by what he sees nor by what he hears, much unlike what's happening in today's society. He shall be a righteous judge of the poor and shall show equity to the meek of the earth. We are told that Jesus shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips Shall he slay the wicked? The Apostle Paul follows the psalmist in telling us that the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Isaiah said he was despised and rejected, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. He told us that he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity. And then the psalmist came back and said, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. That sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? All of the things that this 
child was going to become through an immaculate conception, and yet he was going to suffer all of the things that we've been told about. And the first thing he said was, the zeal of the Lord shall do it, and then this is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our sight. God knew all the way back to the book of Job that the church was going to have trouble out of the devil. Y'all remember what happened? Centuries before Jesus told the disciples, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Jesus and God had already had that conversation in heaven. Jesus accepted death on Calvary before he was ever born. Can you believe that? Before defeating Satan in the wilderness, before Gethsemane, and before Pilate's trial, it was already settled that Jesus was going to have to save the world from their sin. I really, really, really am developing a much, much greater appreciation for the history of the Bible and the fact that it does not contradict itself. Boy, God said it. And we can prove from the word of God that he did it. Many stories in the Bible tell us of the plight of the people of God in the world. Paul told us if we think we have a hard time understanding the gospel, those who are not Christians have an even harder time because the God of this age has blinded the minds of those who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God, should shine on them. And to the church, Paul reminded us that we have a treasure in us. That treasure is the spirit of the living God that that reminds us of the word of God and that helps us to see and to know God through Jesus Christ. Then we're reminded that the excellency of the power to be saved may be of God and not of us. In spite of being saved, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. The church standing on the rock and not stopped by the gates of hell. The words of the Apostle Paul sound like they were just written yesterday, don't they? Are we not hard-pressed on every side? Are we not perplexed and persecuted and struck down? How many people do you know that has have been going through something for way too long now? I had to learn that when people told me they were going through something, they meant that the goons from hell had been on their backs and probably in their brains, causing them stress and distress. Some of us have not had a break from trouble for decades, others not for many years. Yet we can attest to Paul's words by saying, amen, amen, we are not crushed, we are not dis- in despair, we are not forsaken, and we are not destroyed. Truly, when all hell broke loose, the church was still and is still standing on the rock. So what is the hope of the church against such opposition from the darkness? The first hope of the church are the angels. Almost every prophet that had a spiritual assignment from God knew the presence of at least one angel. 
The job of the angel was to protect and defend. Israel had an angel that led them through the wilderness. The Hebrew boys had one like the Son of God himself in the fire with them. Daniel told King Darius that God had sent an angel and shut the lion's mouth because he was found innocent and blameless before him. Peter was led from the jail by an angel. Gabriel and Michael fought the prince of Persia to get the answer to Daniel. Our wait is for the time when the Ancient of Days, the Most Holy One, comes and judges in favor of his holy people. Then the people, the holy people, will take over the kingdom. The second hope of the, for the church in today's world is prayer. The first lesson learned by Israel when they left Egypt was if they wanted to win any battles, prayer must precede the procession to the battlefield. Prayer is the getting of the instructions, the marching orders from the commander-in-chief. We don't go and sit around a round table in the Oval Office of the White House. We go some on our knees, some in the chair, some in the car, the bedroom, the bathroom, but we go to meet with the chief, God himself. There is a presentation of, for, of ourselves of, for instruction, much like the meeting that was held in heaven each morning. For those of us who are now early risers, we meet at 530 to 630 a.m., 530 Central, 630 Eastern for prayer. We talk to God and we let God know that we are waiting on him to speak to us. If we don't have full understanding of the orders before we leave the war room, we wait until the will of God is clear. Then we proceed. Elijah prayed as instructed by God to stop the rain to get the attention of King Ahaz and Queen Jezebel and their prophets of Baal. When it was time for the show of power, only the one who had called the drought could end the drought. We're talking about the power of prayer. The drought was ended by prayer. Then the third way that we are able to have hope in this world where the church is indeed withstanding the gates of hell is through spiritual warfare. In the book of Esther, we see how spiritual warfare was waged to save an entire nation of people. The warfare started a challenge. Then fasting led to the defeat of Haman who got the gallows he had built for Mordecai. And God's people were the victors over that one who was willing to pay $10 million for their demise. When the ites were coming to destroy Israel, Jehoshaphat went straight to God. Then he called a fast, and God sent the prophet with the answer. The instructions were much clearer. Don't fight. And God did the rest. It was nothing like this with Balaam and Balak, but it was still a spiritual warfare. Israel did not even know that there was a war going on, but God knew and God was fighting. God heard 
when the offer came to Balaam from Balak to come and curse God's people. God took it upon himself to go to Balaam and say, do not go over there cursing my people. You can't curse who I have blessed. And it was God who knew when he was disobeying the command. Nobody was asked to fast to pray, but God said to Balaam, you won't curse what I have blessed, and God took care of the fight. Guess how he did it? He sent an angel. The angel stopped the donkey. The battle was won. And so the word comes to the church this afternoon, and they overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Now, the church building, the four walls, aren't giving any testimony about the Lamb and the blood and the word. So that means that we have become the church individually. We walking on two legs are the church. We are the ones who are giving the testimony about the blood and the lamb and the word. The church individual is giving the testimony and the church collective is giving God the glory for what the lamb has done for us. The victory of the church is in the victory won by Jesus on Calvary and then over the grave on Resurrection Sunday. Jesus' acceptance of the assignment to deliver the church from permanent estrangement from God meant we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony of what the Lamb did for us. The assignment was to defeat in every realm that Satan, that devil, that offender of the church, in every way that he would come at the church. Jesus overcame all, and we overcome because Jesus overcome. But what is the hope of the church? Standing on the rock against the gates of hell. Our hope is to gain the power from God through prayer, through the angels, first of all, recognizing that the angels are there to help us in our battle. The second way we overcome the church and overcome the gates of hell is through prayer. Praying. Remember that word push, pray until something happens. And then we have a hope in the fact that spiritual warfare was designed for the church to win the win the war, but we have to get the instruction from God. The church standing on the rock against the gate of hell. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Millicent, for your inspiring message to us today of God's omnipotence in our lives. Now, let us prepare our hearts, spirits, and souls to partake in Holy Communion, which Reverend Millicent will offer today. Gather your elements of juice, water, or wine, and bread or crackers as we listen to Amy Grant and Vince Gill singing Rock of Ages.
going to start by sharing the collect. Let your continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend your church. And because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the one who said, I am the bread of life. 
This is the table of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is here that we remember how he gave his body and his blood to save us. On the night he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and after giving thanks to God, broke it and gave it to his disciples. He said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us even unto death. Send your spirit upon us so that we may know that all who eat and drink of your table in our congregation and around the world are one body, one holy people. In Jesus' name. The bread of life, Jesus' broken body, broken for you. You may eat your bread, your cracker. And after Jesus took the cup of wine, and after giving thanks, gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, remember me. Let's pray together. Lord, give us clean hearts, forgiving hearts, praising hearts, as we drink this, we join with our brothers and sisters in heaven and on earth, giving thanks to you and all in an endless song of praise. Amen. Amen. Christ was shed for you. You may drink your wine, your juice, or your water. We have come to the Lord's table. We have eaten the bread of heaven. The Holy Spirit will transform us from within so that we can see with Jesus' eyes. Hear with Jesus' ears. Speak with Jesus' mouth. Feel the world as Jesus feels. To taste and see that the Lord is good. Go into your week nourished by the bread of life. Amen. Amen. Now, as we celebrate Holy Communion, let us listen to a praise and worship song, The Blood Will Never Lose Its Power, by Smokey Norfolk. It will be followed by the invitation to discipleship. Anybody here thankful for the blood of Jesus? Anybody here thankful for the blood of Jesus? If you are thankful for the blood of Jesus, won't you celebrate today that Jesus on Calvary over 2,010 years ago, he died and he shed his blood for your sins and my sins. Stand on your feet, throw your head back, and say, thank you for your blood. It reaches to the high. It flows 
thank all of you who are worshiping with us today on the phone or on the internet. We invite you to discipleship and offer a prayer of salvation. We pray that you've received all the blessings that God has given you during this service. Remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of their rope. Here are some steps to take on the road to salvation. First, Admit you're a sinner. Then be willing to repent or turn from sin. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. And invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Then pray this prayer. 
Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name. Amen. Unite with Refuge from Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Start reading the Bible. We urge you to read a daily devotional to go along with the Bible. Also, a daily devotional will help you in your study of the Bible. Here are some suggestions for devotionals that are either online or can be obtained through a print copy. OurDailyBread.org, UpperRoom.org, InTouch.org, GuidePost.org, PastorRick.org, JoelOlstein.com, and there are many others. Email us at RefugeFromStorm2016 at Yahoo.com to become a member for, and then for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Uh, let us listen to our closing song today titled Waymaker by Sinash. It will be followed by Closing remarks and a benediction, which will be offered by Reverend Millicent.
Waymaker, miracle worker, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. I want to thank you for being with us this afternoon, this evening. I pray that you've been blessed by the, the message and by this service in worship of our God, the Most High. I want to invite you all on uh, early, early risers, Monday morning, Monday through Friday, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time for early morning prayer. We really have been growing in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and becoming avid warriors for the kingdom of God. I also want to invite you to Bible study on Wednesday evening. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we have a good time. We have a good time talking about the word of God, and then we'll be back here next Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you pray the prayer uh, to invite Jesus into your heart and to become a member of the, of the family of God, feel free to send us an email at AOL, uh, at refugefromstorm at AOL.com, refugefromstorm at AOL.com, and we will be happy to get back in touch with you to talk with you more about the decision that you've made and to pray with you about any prayer concerns. Um also, those of you who desire prayer, if you'll stay on the call, after the recording is ended, we'll be happy to pray with you. Church on the Rock. Church on the Rock. And I'll say in spite of the gates of hell. Let us pray our benediction from the prayer of St. Francis. Lord, make us an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. It is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, whichever you ladies are, man in the board, if you would like to uh, stop the recording. Sandra, they won't let me in. Cassandra, are you there? 
yes, I am. I'm trying to stop it. Okay, thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm having trouble. I don't know where where to where to find it. Over to the right side of the page. Supposed to let us add it. If I think it's where you can. Over to the right. You are joining the online studio. You are unmuted. Oh, Pastor Millicent? Uh-huh. I, I don't know how to stop it. Okay. If we, we aren't going to be able to pray, it seems, with... Uh, this episode is being recorded and streamed live yeah. on TalkTunes.com. I'm, I'm, I'm being hindered also. Well, I'm not being hindered. I just don't know where to where to stop it. I, I can't. I cannot find. Okay. All right. Well, I I'm I'm not going to ask that you uh, give your prayer request on the recorded line. What I will do is ask that you all hang up. I will give you my my home my phone number, and you can call me directly, and I will be happy to pray with you. My number is 931-374-5405. We'll just all hang up and you call me directly, and I'll be happy to pray with you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.